Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show where cocktails and unsolved mysteries come together in a... In a cocktail. cocktail. <laughs> oh, Fuck you. Kill me now. Uh, where we make cocktails and try to solve unsolved mysteries. With me, as always, is Chris. Hello. And Suze. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, how you guys doing? Good? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. No, yeah. 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 <laughs> I s- yeah, definitely. Yeah. Very I'm, convincing. I had to. <laughs> I had a great week last week. I had to talk about EastEnders on BBC Radio Sussex twice. Wow! Uh, they, they, it's a dream. Yeah, it's like my whole career came together in one radio week. thing. Yeah, one one small week, and uh, so I did it on the Monday, oh. and they went, oh can we get you to come back on Friday? That was good fun. I was like, yes, please. Yes. I was on a Friday and I went, I'm just going to type into Twitter, BBC Sussex, see if yeah. anyone said anything. And the only thing anyone had said is one man who'd written in all caps, fucking EastEnders shite. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I'm uh, making new fans all the time. Yeah. That's, that's oh, well, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it, really, it really cracked shite. me up. Oh, that's Fucking EastEnders shite. I, I, I distrust. I mean, listen, I'm not an EastEnders fan, and yeah. I know you think that's a mark against me as a person, <laughs> but I'm sort of ambivalent to it. Yeah, and I think like I can understand why people love it. I can't understand why people hate it. Yeah, how can you hate it? That I don't. Get. It's weird. Yeah, you, like. Mm. Well, they're un- deeply unhappy people. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> if you've, if there you're... are people that just want to hate on stuff. Yeah, as well. Yeah. Just, like, oh yeah. The, like me with wrestling. <laughs> I've, got a, I've made an enemy of Twitter but I, I made a mild joke about how wrestling is for children on Twitter and it angered the wrestling community of Twitter so all of Twitter and one of them went how would you fucking like it if I wrote a tweet saying that EastEnders was stupid I was like well I wouldn't care I'd see it and roll on and did you screenshot the guy that went fucking EastEnders <laughs> <laughs> and send that to him be like, and I was uh, fine with it yeah I thought it was funny I put it in my show uh, <laughs> here's the one thing right the one thing that I genuinely love and have since childhood uh, uh, and it might betray my geek roots here but like Doctor Who is something that yeah. ever since I was four years old has been like oh I love it so much yeah. and yeah. I've brought that with me uh, uh, through to now 30 years later Yeah. Um, and uh, people hate it so much that I've really? kind of had to sort of like and Doctor Who fans hate it no one hates Doctor Who more than a Doctor Who fan it's so crazy that's but I okay look I watch why that do, show why oh, they complain about it it's, it's not, not like I, it was in the 70s I tell you what's really why is it so political these days case in point The Green Death 1974 was all about environmental history on the rocks yeah mystery on the rocks yeah 
hey, someone's just come through the door. They heard and, what you were saying. saying and he yeah. just nodded vociferously. He nodded yeah. through the door and then walked in. Oh, my God, it's Paul Gannon. Hello. Oh, hello. Hi, Paul. Do I, you remember the Green Goddess or whatever? Whatever, oh, whatever the hell these nerds whatever. are talking these about. These fucking yeah. dildos over here talking about. It was the Green Death. I do like. Yeah, Green Goddess was something else. I'm not a huge Doctor Who fan, but like yourself, I do find it amusing when people get angry about how, oh, I can't believe how woke it is these days and how there's all agendas and issues. Like, you know, it started out as an educational show teaching about history and differences and how far we've come as a culture and blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. You remember that stuff? (laughs) Or or are you more concerned about Colin Baker and the twin dilemma and how uh, the special effects didn't quite match up? (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. Wasn't there? Wasn't it the first show before Star Trek to have a, a, a on-screen kiss between a black character and a white character? Uh, Were you telling no, me that? that was oh, no. Um, no, a hospital was drama from ah, the sixties. That was a hospital um, drama. Okay. Uh, oh god, what was it called? I can't remember. But like basically sixties casualty. Yeah, <laughs> but that predated the Star Trek. Uh, yes, it did. It's yeah, in black yeah. and white. Um, and I saw they showed it on a TV show. Which about... makes it more symbolic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like American History X. <laughs> when it's set in the past, it's all in black and white. Um, they showed the kiss. It was actually quite sexy. Yeah. It wasn't just a chaste one, it was just a sexy one. The Star one. Trek kiss wasn't particularly sexy. In fact, I believe in the context, yeah. he's forced to kiss her by the oh, gods who yes. were playing their games. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what they're oh. saying is, he's forced to kiss her. I yeah. mean, I can understand why, because he's a, she's a crew member and it gets HR yeah. involved and, and all those kind of issues. But they use that as a defense, the production team, I believe, when the, uh, the network were like, you can't show them kissing the, yeah. Yeah, this. Uh, the, as it, a it's all right. It's against his will. Like, yeah. No, he doesn't want to. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome it's a to the offshoot defense. of Mystery yeah. on the Rocks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kisses that shouldn't have happened on TV. <laughs> I don't know. Well, what are we drinking what on we that bombshell? We got a. Uh, this is a. Um, I guess it's a mint, mint, lime and mint cooler. A mint, mint. A mint, mint. <laughs> a lime and mint cooler. It's. A I feel terrible. I feel terrible because I was like, do, "What do you want alcoholic drink?" And I was like, "I don't drink because uh, I'm one of the few people who recognises they're not funny when they're drunk." <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, was, I, I wish I, I, I could recognise that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll, all, we'll all get there eventually. Yeah, yeah. don't worry. Uh, On that bombshell, this is alcohol-free. Pass yes. me some rum. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Please do get drunk on my behalf. This rum, is delicious, rum, though. It, it's like a mojito. Yeah, it's like a mojito. Yes. Mm. So it's yeah, it's mint, lime. And soda water and a bit of sugar syrup. Ooh. So it's a mojito Ooh, without lovely. any of the mojito. Well, rum. I've <laughs> come a long way, haven't I? Because I knew it needed rum. In the old days, I'd have just gone, I'll oh, just pass me anything. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> what, what's the mystery of the hey, what day? What have you got for us today? Okay, so this is uh, maybe a bit serendipitous because, <gasps> Paul, mm, yes. um, uh, uh, am I right in believing that you once worked with Derek Akora? <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. I have had a very weird career. Yeah. Um, How did once, that come about? Well, Again, to cut the very, 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 very long story short, I tried to commit suicide once, <gasps> and that was... Oh. Well, no, that's not true. Twice. So, oh. but the, but the, yeah. This is perfect for us. Thank you. We'll, uh, we'll be very sensitive and listener, respectful. It's all right. <laughs> listener, I'm, I'm very listen, blunt with it. Listener, when I asked him this question, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't yeah, either. Now, come on. got a bit of a funny story I've heard behind this. Now, there's no six okay. sense twist here where you realise I'm a ghost the whole time. But basically, <laughs> off right. the back of that, I went to get therapy and help, and I went to all these Good. different kind of places. Long story short... he. One of the doctors put put me to one side and said, listen, maybe you just need an activity, get out the house. And so mm-hmm. I was a big fan of shows like Most Haunted, Ghost Hunters and things like that. Yeah. Right. Obviously, I'm a big, huge Ghostbusters nerd, know that inside and out. Gotcha. So I thought, well, why not at the weekend go ghost hunting? So I started going and hanging out with <laughs> ghost hunting groups. And if you don't know what they do, they basically, for about £50, you can spend uh, like six hours in a haunted venue overnight. Yeah. And you get all the gadgets you see in the TV shows and you go mm. ghost hunting. So I went yeah. all around the UK, went to the Hellfire Caves. I went to some Whoa. asylums. I went to abandoned hospitals castles okay. forts all these places 
And then what happened was that one of the groups I was working with was uh, uh, was someone came forward from a production company, a theatre group, and went, we would love to do a Most Haunted style show on stage. And so okay. we thought we could use your experts and we're going to have a psychic off the telly and we've we'll got a guy called Richard Felix who was one of the Most Haunted historians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we just need a host. And so I think they called seven or eight people who all said no and then they called me because I'd been, because I was doing stand-up at the time, because I had some experience, because of this, that and the other, they said, do you want to host it? So I did. And towards the end of that tour, Derek Akora became our resident uh, psychic. psychic on the show. Okay. Yeah. And there are loads of legally uh, troubling things I can't bring up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goody. Yum, 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 but, yum, yum. Uh, <laughs> overall, it's, it's like most things. It's like overall, as a human being, as someone I conversationally had fun with, yeah, yeah. Was fine. Yeah. And I do believe he, he believes the stuff Believed he's talking it. about. Whether it's because he's, you know, he loves the smell of his own farts. Yeah. yeah. But... Uh, I mean, he would he would it? talk openly about you know one day they'll, everyone will see you'll see you'll see you'll see you'll see what I see one day I promise you oh that's spooky you know, that kind of stuff that. yeah, yeah, yeah. he was so convinced about it and again I I, I mean the, do you the, think the, maybe he was mad I don't <laughs> I I don't know because I think to be a psychic you have to have a certain amount of eccentricity to you yeah, yeah. Like. sure yeah and th- this isn't a, any a lie at all but like being a stand up is very similar to being a, a psychic in terms yeah. of how you start out. So you start right. out with small clubs. You're on with a bunch of psychics who all take turns to read the room. <laughs> and then if you do well, they go, I think they call it platform work, but platform work would be like you doing the Apollo. Right, so right, it's right. that idea okay. like when you get to that stage, then you're on your own. You can fill a two-hour show. You've got the big mm. enough audience. So there's gotcha. a, And there's still the same kind of bitchiness. Like, oh, I can't believe it. that psychic got that wrong. I can't believe it. I read that wrong. And I saw her dad standing next to him the whole time. You know, all these kind oh, of things. I can't believe, I can't believe you spoke to that ghost. I was going to speak to that ghost <laughs> yeah. oh, so man. anyway long story short yeah I've worked with Derek Akora <laughs> my oh. next question yeah. is working with Derek Akora um, do you believe or are you a sceptic no here's the thing <laughs> I do not believe in ghosts or ghosts. anything after you die at all which mm. puts me at odds with the people who go well why do you do it and I've always found it more interesting for the the people who go and the yeah. history yeah. Right. I found quite, out, quite a lot out about this country from doing ghost hunts because there's a kind of um you know, people pass on stories, uh, history through ghost stories. Yeah, yeah. So that's how sometimes people lost to history are remembered because they were the tragic murder in the tower. Or... Yeah. So the the reason I asked you, okay, you believe it or not, and if 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 you went on a ghost hunt, even if you haven't, I mean, yeah. you'll, you'll know about this one uh, about the Enfield haunting. Oh, the Enfield poltergeist. Oh, is, yeah, 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 I yeah. do Legendary. know about this. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it's it, a great story. Interestingly, as well, we've already done one poltergeist episode. Oh, um, the, the great, black, fr- black Mont of Pontefract, the Amherst one. Oh, the, the Amherst, Amherst yeah, and that's not as reported as much, but it isn't much evidence. And what's strange about it is um, exactly a hundred years before the Enfield, it's exactly a century, yeah. yeah so, uh, the great Amherst one was between 1870. Seven and eighteen seventy nine, and this is between nineteen seventy seven and nineteen seventy nine. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. So it's um and very close by as well. We record in central London. This uh, this happened in Enfield, which is obviously North London, mm. and it kind of focused uh, around a uh, young girl called Janet Janet Hodgson, who um was visited by a poltergeist called Bob. I believe his name uh, was Bob. Yeah. 
I just get some more creative names. Yeah, <laughs> just like Bob. Bob. So yeah. I've got all I've got all of eternity to think of a scary ghost name. Mm. Oh, I saw Blackadder last night. Bob. 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 Yeah. yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah. Uh, so uh, was, I'm Mike. Listen, <laughs> listen, 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 Paul. I'm yeah. going to refute that claim. Go on. Uh, because uh, this predates Blackadder, so they couldn't. Oh, that, that is a very good point. Yeah. That is a very good point. So Although, if, you, if you're do- if you're doubting Bob, <laughs> well, <laughs> Blackadder ripped him off. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, this happened. Uh, it was it, basically for those that you don't know, it was a claim of supernatural activity um, at 284 Green Street, which was a council house uh, in Enfield, um, and it revolved around two sisters Janet and I think it was Margaret yeah uh, Margaret was 13 and Janet was 11 it was Janet who it mainly centred around um, which goes back to what we were saying when we did the great oh about one. the um, uh, uh, puberty, puberty yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, although uh, uh, Esther in the great Hammerhurst one was actually 18 yes. or 19 when it happened whereas um, she's just about to th- this yeah. one's just in. about to uh you make it sound like fruit going <laughs> off. She's just about to turn. <laughs> it feels very much like that Hollywood thing of like uh, in horror films where they're like, well, you have sex, you get to die. <laughs> yeah. Like, this well, is like, well, if you're about to hit your, your uh, first prayer, turns out you're get haunted by ghosts. It like, kind of yeah. plays into this um, this sort of uh, like shunning of, 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 of women though, doesn't it? Yeah. Whereas sort of like, you know, menstruating women, according to a lot of religion is, you, you know, you dirty. can't go in the temple. And and should, that yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, you yeah. should shun them. Um, uh, but, 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 but also this idea that portal guys visit women just as, uh, or young women just as they're about to hit puberty. Uh, hit puberty mm. uh, it's kind of like, um, yeah, it kind of, I, I, I don't understand. And mm. it's a strange, strange thing that all the cases relate to that. There might be an explanation for well, it. Well, the, the, the problem yeah. is, is that a lot of portal guys documentation has changed over the years. And so what was recognised as public activity now wouldn't have been it no. hundreds of years ago. So when we say, oh, it happens a lot around puberty, it's only because like three or four noticeable cases have had those examples. Ah, okay. And the reason that the Enfield one is so, um, what's the word, ubiquitous yeah. uh, when it comes to this is because it happened fairly recently. So the reason um, people talk about it and they know about it is because the mainstream media, and bearing in mind this is late 20th century, mm. um, uh, uh when, when were you born, Paul? Uh, 78. So edit, you, edit that out. At the height of this. At the height <laughs> yeah. of this. Yeah. So basically, my point is, Bob's because it, because it's so... You've got an, a poltergeist for a dad. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Have I better dads? <laughs> <laughs> but because it's so so recent, yeah. um, and because the mainstream media, and I'm going to use these words, they fell for it. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, it got reported as if it was actually happening, and then it's become this. Uh, leg- the Daily Mirror with a big paper behind uh, it pushing. Well, because it. they okay. went and the, oh, really? because the, what? But yeah. So um, actually, do you know what? As you know so much about it. Well, I don't know because I, no, 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 no. That I, sounded like Chris no. going. As you know uh, so no, no, much no, no, about no, no, no. it. I didn't mean that. Ghost man. No. What I mean is ghosty man. What I mean is is that I actually I'd actually quite like to see if we can do it just by chatting. Oh, right. oh, that'd like be fun. This, yeah. Then, um, see, my... uh, then slavely going, oh, in my notes. See, I'm yeah. a broad strokes kind of person, not a fine details, but I do have the broad strokes of the story in my which, head. Which, which is, which yeah. is fine because we're not a fine details podcast. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse um, to do fine detail podcasts. Okay, so, thank you. Uh, yeah. Okay, so there was a there was a the the, the photographer uh, uh, of the Daily Mirror because the, the, first of all, let's nail our, our, our colours to the mast. Yeah, I'm a skeptic. Yes. You're a skeptic. Suze? Yeah. No such thing as ghosts. And Paul has already said exactly the same thing. Yeah. So Although I want to put an asterisk above that. I have seen shit I can't explain. Same. Oh, same. same. Yeah, we've same. all seen shit. Yeah. Okay. Same. But I, that's not a stretch to say, oh, Nanny's in a better place now. No, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah. if you see things you can't explain, you can be like, 
I don't know. When you see something you can't explain, you can either go, fucking hell, that's weird. Or you can go, I just don't know the answers. Yeah. yeah. There's a very different to like that those are different reactions yeah um and so when these things started happening uh the mother who was named peggy yeah uh she called the police first of all yeah and the police Wait, what was happening what was it like okay, okay the so the very or... first the very first instance was um furniture started moving in the bedroom yeah uh and that's what my that's what my, the people upstairs about my fires i don't think it's fucking poultry, <laughs> but this was a house right just, oh, just, right, just, right, just a house. Yeah. and they were in the room when it happened that's scary apparently. there are people who live who don't understand that houses used to be one building without we now live in a world where it's like oh that lovely house has three flats in it yeah, yeah. that is you know, yeah yeah. So this was quite a. Uh, it was a, was it a terrace house or a semi? Either way, it was. It like was a, attached. It was a semi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, they had uh, a bedroom upstairs that the two girls shared. The mother was in the room. Yeah. And uh, the chest of drawers kept moving, and she tried to put it back against the wall. It moved again, and then she tried to push it back, but it was pushing back against her, and she couldn't yeah. do it. So she called the police, and the police came around, and um, the uh, WPC. Um, and there's footage of her on the news talking about this. The WPC says, um, and a chair moved, and I checked for wires, and I couldn't see anything, and I can't explain why this moved while I was in the room with it. Right. So the police said that. Okay. Yeah. This the, the, re- the interesting thing about this whole case is that out of all the poltergeist cases of all time, this is the one with the most documentation behind it, with the most wow. witnesses. Because it's all yeah. police records, gotcha. uh, all this kind of and stuff. I love the police got involved. Yeah. yeah. Pretty yeah. early you. The police very quickly did not like they stopped getting involved yeah. they were there for the, yeah, they, they were there this once and and you're right and, and it's because um i know these days were it to happen um it would be documented even more well there'd be your phone cameras yeah, yeah. Phone cameras and stuff and that, camera. I, I might suggest that's why nothing like this happens anymore but um yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah in uh in in the late 70s you're just on the cusp of it being um yeah having all of these um documents in the witnesses mm. and people uh like taking yeah. notes and recording it but still a kind of naivety when it comes to technology and other stuff right so um uh they uh the police this the, yeah this this police constable was like i don't know what happened i can't explain it this chair moved and i don't know what mm-hmm. happened yeah and then that frightened a lot of people um and then the next port of call for the mother was to call the daily mirror yeah well it's a little bit more convoluted than that because the spr gets involved in the spr the society after the mirror after the mirror but okay. Marie, uh, maurice what's Gross, the spr oh, the, the society of psychical research fuck you know uh, i like the p yeah i know right they have to throw the p in there and there's a couple of, yeah. <laughs> there's a couple of very big characters in the spr yeah and, uh, but they don't get involved until after the mirror reports okay. on it yeah um so the mirror go around and loads of shit starts flying around the house right well, the girls aren't fan of they uh, can't get right wing media they so. can't get <laughs> Piers Morgan I don't think he was the editor in no. the 70s. and also that would have involved creative thought and I don't mm. think he's got that within him um, I, they can't um, they didn't get any photographs of this ship flying around oh yeah. shockeroo they even did have cameras was, running yeah even though there was Nothing a photographer was there and the photographer right. and um, uh, there was a about like 13 years ago there was a Channel 4 documentary all about this case it's on YouTube you mm. put documentary in inverted commas there it's called yes Channel 4. Yeah, it's, called, it's called Interview with a Poltergeist um, <laughs> which means uh, you know exactly when this was released if you were any a fan of Interview with a Vampire they were obviously yeah. trading on uh, that you know? it was, uh, it, was yeah. the it was broadcast yeah. in 2007 and it includes <laughs> interviews with a lot of people that were there yeah. and witnesses and that and one of them was this uh, photographer for the Daily Mirror and he was like 
uh, it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And then like things hit him in the face. Yeah, and he was Lego like Lego and stuff. Yeah, like that, yeah. Oh. it was Lego specifically that yeah. tickled me. Cause Lego. Because he, he said he said he said yeah this, uh, this this Lego brick hit me in the eyebrow and that doesn't sound like much but at that speed <laughs> and it's sharp. <laughs> <laughs> they are lethal bedroom killers. Lego yeah. bricks. Oh you ever god, stepped on one? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> The three, uh, the three main main one, the two daughters, um, Margaret and Janet, and uh, the mother Peggy. Yeah, they seem really not bothered by the poltergeist after a while, and it's really odd because every time, so like they, 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 huh. they after it got reported by the Mirror and the SPR got involved, yeah. a lot more press interest happened. So like they sent uh, somebody from BBC Radio down. Uh, <laughs> and there is audio footage. Yeah, as well with, of a, with, those. A, with, oh, with a with a recorder. Oh. Yeah. So first of all, it barks like a dog. Fine. And then they go, there's no dog in this room. <laughs> um, the ghost tells how it dies. Yeah. Uh, and it says, my name is Bob. I lived in the house before and I had an hemorrhage in the armchair and I died in it. Now, this is coming out of the voice of a girl. This is coming out of the body so of a girl. So the girl is... Um, oh, But her lips don't thing. move. Yeah. Okay. And they did some tests where they filled their mouth with water and taped it shut and the voices still came out. Well, don't do that to her. <laughs> she said, okay. <laughs> yeah, she did. Okay, well, how do we explain that? Well, there are, there's a few theories. One is she uses the similar muscles that uh, ventriloquists use to talk. Yeah. And I can't, I can't know the science of it now, but there are, there's, there's bones that, that you might know because yeah. you, you sing and stuff. Uh, there are things uh, in the throat that aren't usually used when you speak, but if you, yeah. can, hey, you can't do this, oh, you, can, right, you get yeah. them going. People who've had a tracheotomy can still speak, so yeah. they can be taught to speak. Yeah, mm-hmm. with that. Oh, okay. So, and that is a bit what that sounds like. And so maybe she was just able to do. But they maybe, were yeah. also saying like, um, uh, uh, an eleven-year-old girl couldn't make a sound that deep. That guttural and deep, right? Not with um, her vocal folds, but, but uh, maybe. Yeah, with, exactly. Yeah. Basically, there's a lot of <clears throat> evidence that comes up that is very. Yeah. easily explained away. <laughs> that's, that's, well, that's the thing. There's, all, there's there's evidence that falls on that beautiful middle ground between you can bunk, debunk it really easily or there's still an element of... Ah, but, yeah, yeah, and that's why it endures. There's one story as well about a woman who's in the street outside looking up through a window yes. and saw one of the girls floating in the... Whoa, uh, right. But okay. then, I can't remember the exact... That's metal, It's man. not just... This is the story with the pillow as well. Not to interrupt you, but... You just did. I'm just going to point that out. Yeah. But there is... <laughs> it wasn't just one woman that saw that. It was, yeah. it, oh, was really? it was two separate people yeah. at oh. the same time she saw was her. Floating about. She was floating horizontally above a bed in the window. However, oh, in full view of everybody. How yeah. amazing. Mm. Um, uh, and Had the story in the mirror come out though at this point? Yes. Ah, so yeah. Yeah. Everybody was like, yeah, let's go there. visit that house down well, Green Street. The, the tragic part of the story is is his name Maurice Gross? Maurice yes. Gross. Maurice Gross is a really interesting character. So he was what you would call a maverick ghost hunter. Yeah. Uh, why am I picturing him in a sweater vest? He probably <laughs> is. If you ever seen like those Open University <laughs> 70s I'll science show you a lectures, yes. he's like that. <laughs> okay. Um, he's uh, he's dead now. Gross. He's, yeah, he, he died a few years ago and I nearly got to meet him and I, it just didn't oh, work out at the time. Because wow. he's, he's interviewed posthumously, uh, not posthumously, but like the, 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 the documentary that I was talking yeah. about got. Oh, um, release some on... It got released after he died, right, right. but he was interviewed in it. Well, and, it, it's um, interesting because the story became almost more about him. The reason why he got into, involved with the case was obviously because it was a big deal and they reached out to him, the Daily Mirror reached out to him because he was at the SPR to do the research. But he had a daughter and his daughter shared the name of um, 
one of the girls in the case. I can't I never remember the details. What the name of the daughters again? Because my brain is uh, so the daughters are named Margaret and, and Margaret. Janet. Yeah, so I think Janet. He had a daughter called Janet, and she died in a biking accident. Yes, a few oh. years. Yes, before. yes, yes, yes. And yes. the spooky thing is that he got a Christmas card from her that he didn't open until Christmas. But on the card was an uh, was a motorcycle crash or some kind of car crash in the car, like a comedy. Oh, oh, I, oh I, I see. I was then, like, what? Yeah, no. <laughs> Janet sent the card yeah. saying, "Oh, I hope I don't have an accident on my bike," kind of thing. Right. Something Bloody like that. Hell. But then. They reckon he took his kind of feelings about his lost daughter and implanted them into being a father figure for these daughters. But also the fact that he lost his daughter, they say like that's why he clings so dearly yeah. to this idea. Oh, that there that's were sad, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And um, it, as I say, there's lots of stuff. They said, can you do a thing? And they, the ghost did a thing where it put a pillow that was in a room on top of the roof of the house next door. Oh, right. Oh, um, so now it's just say, doing do tricks, something. is it? Yeah. And like a little dog. Prove your... <laughs> All right, ghost, <laughs> prove <Roll over>. it. <laughs> yeah, bark um, like a dog. <laughs> Most Haunted invented basically the genre of paranormal reality TV. Right. Yeah, Before right. then, you had shows like, you know, Tales from the Unexpected or, yeah. you know, those uh, uh, Leonard Nimoy documentaries yes. in the 70s, oh, yeah. UFOs. And then the form changed. And weirdly, Ghostwatch kind of preempted it. 92, so, isn't it, yeah. Ghostwatch? Yeah. And Ghostwatch is a fascinating piece of TV because mm. you look at it now and, like, you see what Most Haunted became. And Most Haunted just yes. lifted it, yeah. the template, oh, and dropped it in. And, oh, and nice. still plays it for and real. And still yes. plays it for real. Now, here, they started out in the early 2000s with this show that was, I'm not going to say revolutionary, but it did kickstart a genre, right? Yeah. Of kind of black and white ghost hunting. It's in the yeah. scene, scientific Night stuff. vision. And then yeah. they went on probably past their sell-bite date. But mm. what was happening in the interim is that the Americans saw the success of that show, made their own. So that's why you get Ghost Hunters and Ghost okay. Adventures. And those guys made millions off those shows. But I always look at it like you compare like uh, ghost hunting in the UK and America. It's like pornography. You know when you watch it in America, it's, the pornography is all glistening and it's cool and it's Fair, soft yeah, and it's professional yeah. then you cut to British porn it's in an alleyway with someone going you know you like that don't give start it, it. Me. You know? give it me yeah. <laughs> why did you do my voice when you <laughs> I don't know <laughs> when you're doing British porn why did you do my yeah. accent hey Chris it's alright everyone needs to make a dollar I, I, I don't really think American stuff is the same what videos have you all seen <laughs> I've seen them all <laughs> pop, the pa- pop the pink not the brown I've seen them all <laughs> Give it, it me. me. So, so <laughs> ghost hunting's become this so huge business as a result. Disgusting. So great. That's, a, <laughs> that's an actual <laughs> bit of porn that I saw because when I was a cruise ship pianist, um, what a segue! In <laughs> for P and O, we used to go across the North Sea oh. <laughs> to Holland and Belgium, um, and there was a chant. We had a t- we had TV in our cabin, um, my cabin, and uh, I put. I was looking through the various channels. They were all like weird channels. Most of them were in Dutch. I found one that was like Sky Movies. It was showing quite new movies. I was yeah. like. Oh, brilliant, you know, and I sat there and sort of watched There Will Be Blood the year that that had come out. And then I went to do my shift, which was like seven o'clock to 11 o'clock, played piano, sang a few hits to arseholes. And then I went back to my room and I was like, and it's great. I can fall asleep watching a movie. I put it on. It's fucking hardcore porn. <laughs> and it was fucking hardcore British porn. And like, literally, after about 10 seconds, it was just some woman going, give it me. <laughs> And I told someone on the ship the next day, I went, hey, there's that movie channel. It's great. It shows good films all day. And I put it on as hardcore porn. They went, yeah, and on Monday night, it's gay porn. <laughs> it's nice to get recommendations. Yeah, so I remember yeah, yeah. that for Monday nights because I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's a winner. When it's two fellas, I'm like, good. <laughs> Everyone involved is having a good time at least. <laughs> 
So this was meant to be a talk about ghosts and then oh, as Is it usual, time for another it? drink? Yeah, yeah. It probably is. It probably is. Okay, Masood likes He's like, do you, Masood's like, do you remember the name of that movie? <laughs> This is a Christmas drink, if ever I, I smelt one. Yeah, there's a, a massive, like, big old cinnamon stick in the middle of this. Yeah, hey. got a bloody cinnamon stick in my drink. So this is a, uh, a non-alcoholic hot toddy. Wow, yeah. it's this is Christmas in a in a oh. cup. Oh, that clears you out. Yeah. <laughs> what a- would go well in this, by the way, other than a blow-off? Whiskey. Whiskey. Give me some of that. Give me some of whiskey. I'm going to put that in. Give it me. Give it me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look at this. Hey, Masood, how do you make um, a give it me Trump? (laughs) You have to take the lid off. (laughs) I've just tried to pour it in without the lid, with the lid still on. You take uh, some, a teaspoon of lemon juice, a (laughs) tablespoon of, of honey. <laughs> half a tablespoon a teaspoon of cloves, so a cinnamon stick it. and well no agave. Oh cool. Yeah. Mm. Honey honey for the non-vegans <laughs> agave. A load of bees swarm around Chris's head then. <laughs> you lied to us. So it's basically all the ingredients of a hot Oh and tea. Make it with tea. Ah, I thought I could taste tea. Okay, so we've got a uh, we've got a uh, uh, story. The police of, have come around, the story of mail's come that around. Has captured the uh, nation. Yeah. Yes. They are Bang on board for this. Yeah. Uh, 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 and yes, there are two independent witnesses that saw her floating above Oh, floating above the, above the yeah, yeah. Um, there are a few pictures as well, which don't really help the argument, because while the people who take the pictures say, oh, it's definitely hovering, it does look like she's just jumped in the air off her bed. bed. Oh. It does look like I that. have seen these do, pictures. Do it again. Yeah. Uh, knees are bent yeah. and everything. Yeah. So she's a... And there's uh, a lot of duvets in the air, also, like they've just gone woo. Yeah. You know those photos that people look like they're all those gifts of people look like they're flying yeah. or something because they yeah. keep jumping. Mm. And she it's like uh, supernatural planking. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, she was also quite proficient in gymnastics at school as well. Yeah. as another thing. She could have just <laughs> practice bear in mind. Um, when people talk bit. about the uh, uh, the the voice coming from her, yeah, uh, the water test with the tape over her mouth. Mm. The only people there when they did that yeah. were Morris Gross and Fairplay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Which is ironic, considering her name's Fairplay. Yes. It doesn't seem like half the experiments they yeah. did were. Uh, and gross. When, when, <laughs> yeah. when, um, uh, when the cameras were there and the BBC were there with their, their, their radio equipment, yeah. when the ghost was talking through her, um, there was no tape over the mouth oh. or, yeah, or water. But it still sounded quite guttural. It, it sounded weird. I died but, in but my armchair. But not impossible. And they actually, uh, a, a ventriloquist went around. That's right. A famous ventriloquist, and I forget his bloody name it's now. all right, I've got it here. I, it's not like, I don't think it's Keith Harris. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Imagine if he was like the leading expert. He just happened to be an entertainer with a monkey and a... a I ate that, Bob. <laughs> I would love that so I much. wish I could hover two inches above my bed, but I can't. You can. You, you just can't. jump and I take a photo. I ate that duck. Yeah, he refused. <laughs> really he, he, re- he refused to appear on extras. Did he? Yeah. Robert De Niro said yes, but Keith Harris <laughs> said no. What? I don't know. I can have a little bit more respect for Keith Harris now hearing that story. <laughs> um, oh, so mm. it, he was a ventriloquist named Ray Allen. Ray Allen, who did the uh, Lord Charles puppet. Yeah. That's the one. Remember? Oh, you're silly ass, that oh, guy. Oh yeah. Who had a famous what? career on radio. As a ventriloquist. As a ventriloquist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, anyway. yeah, that works. Uh, that <laughs> forget anyway. how easy having a comedy career on radio was back in the 40s yeah. and 50s. <laughs> it's like, I can pretend I'm a spoon with my mouth. Great, four-hour episode for you, mate. <laughs> Go on Christmas Day. Thanks um, for coming by. We'll put you on the radio right now. <laughs> uh, so he uh, he went round to... Yeah. Uh, uh, to cooperate. Yeah, and he concluded, get this, yeah. 
that her male voices were simply vocal tricks. Ooh, no. Yeah. Oh. Um, so, uh, and actually... It's I impressive mean, like, she could. It's a yeah, little creepy oh, that an 11-year-old doubt. girl I mean, like, yeah. is keen on being but, a like, bitch I reckon, <laughs> I, reckon you, I reckon you could do it if you concentrated without moving your lips. Hang on. Because it was ba- <laughs> it was basically basically this this ghost was get, just going uh, give it me. I died in the chair. Maybe she was always yawning as well. She like hand over her mouth like. And she was oh, no. using it as an excuse to swear as well. Very much. I saw. So. Re- I really respect um, what was her name, Janet. Yeah. I respect and, Janet. And, it's and, just and, her saying fuck off. It was yeah, just yeah, her. Yeah. It's it just is, Janet is. on her period uh, going. Shut the fucking door. Yeah. Shut the fucking door. <laughs> I love that. There's so much in. Um, uh, they talk about the fact that she was on her period so much. It's they do as well. They, uh, they never shut for that. They're yeah, like yeah. little girls on their period. They just want to talk about it all the time. There's also like they, they studied the, the vocal patterns of the things she would say and they were very common Child-like, with her, yeah. yeah, with how a child of that age would speak. Oh, right, yeah. So it's it's not... like, I learned it from Bob. So here's the thing. When they're talking, when they're talking to Bob and they go, um, uh, where are you? And he says, on top of Janet. Yeah. Where do Hello. you sleep? And he goes, on top of Janet. And they go, why do you sleep on top of Janet? That's my bed. Is what he says, and right. then goats are so clingy. I know, <laughs> yeah. But then, then, th- then they also ask him, the ghost. They say, um, uh, "So why can't we see you?" And he goes, "Because I'm invisible." And they go, "So why are you invisible?" And then he says, "Because I'm a G H O S T." And it's like, <laughs> was he going to release a rap album? <laughs> the original G H O S T. It's like Bob, mate. I mean, Bob. Yeah. Say you're a ghost. Yeah. Just say like, ghost. I'm a ghost, you idiot. It's a, it's a yeah. kid thing to go. Maybe it's like he, <laughs> you're so thick. Gee, a a potential yeah, yeah, yeah. to people yeah. in the room. I'm a ghost. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> but those girls were caught uh, faking it one or two times, weren't they? Were they? they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh so that's really oh. funny. No, well, it was. Uh, they weren't so much caught faking it as. Um, the uh, so gross and fair play who were staying in the house, these two fucking nerds, yeah, while they were staying in the house investigating this. And bearing in mind, they're believers as well, yeah, mm. very um, much so. They were questioned and they were like, Don't you think the girls might be having you on? And to head that off at the pass, what they said was, They were like, No, we know they are sometimes. <laughs> but not all the time. To keep the attention and the people yeah, interested. Yeah, yeah. In the I house. mean, it, to be honest, if it was real, it makes sense that sometimes the girls would be like, oh, look, Bob's here right which now. Is, yeah. which oh. is, which Chucking is, Lego. <laughs> which is what they were going for. And that's why yeah. they said that. I mean, like, um, Gross at one point says, uh, oh, th- uh, there was one day I, rem- I, I remember it vividly. He says, <laughs> I remember it vividly. Uh, Gross. They, uh, 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 I, I went around and they, 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 they straight away, they said, oh, Bob the Poltergeist has stolen your tape recorder. <laughs> and, uh, so we like, up your and like, oh, So where's, where's this tape recorder again? And obviously I found it in another room and uh, it was hidden away in a cupboard. And then uh, what the what the girls had failed to do was uh, they hadn't turned the tape recorder off when they were stealing it. So uh, yeah. we, could, uh, we could hear them saying, oh, well, let's take... Did I'm, they call him yeah. like a moustache twat and stuff <laughs> like that? <laughs> I mean, like, I hope this fat <laughs> yeah. twat fucking uh, come back He's the, yeah. a fucking wankoony Janet. <laughs> yeah, Margaret, you should make Bob say that later. Oh, that's really funny, I will. <laughs> Can you believe that he believes the whole thing from start <laughs> to finish? <laughs> what a fucking idiot. Yeah. Oh, oh they got me that time. I do believe there's a certain amount of exploitation of him as it went through because he was Without the only doubt. person who was I like mean, a, he was a father figure to yeah. him and he was like a, a presence in that house for almost two years Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, I, I mean, listen, I mean... We've already established that the four of us are skeptics. Yeah. yeah. So there's no maybe maybe there was no debate to be had here, but there is no way that um, she was possessed by a poltergeist called Bob. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> but if you want the basic version of the Enfield poltergeist, do watch Ghost Watch. It's almost like yeah. a ninety minute version of the whole and, adventure. Uh, and do go and look at the documentary as well, which yeah. was interview with the poltergeist because uh, they do um, have genuine footage of uh, 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 first of all the audio recordings, but also. They have interviews with Janet as a mm. girl uh, right. being possessed by Bob. Yeah. Um, and they also have the interview with the policewoman that wouldn't... Uh, would she, she corroborated the fact that furniture moved. Yeah. Um, so you can go and watch that, and then you can watch the terrible dramatisation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time. That's a, there's um, no excuse for that either, because Ghost Watch, the acting's so good, and some of the acting is... Michael Parkinson and yeah. Sarah Green. Well, I mean, here's the on. thing. Here's the thing. You've got this. You've got this police uh, uh, police constable that says, um, "Yeah, no, I was there. I was taking the statements, and then this chair just moved, and I don't know what happened. I looked, and I couldn't work out what happened. And you're like, oh my god! And then the dramatization to illustrate it is a chair moves across on a wire. That was the other thing as well. I used to have a friend who said, oh, she used to live in a house that was haunted, and the furniture used to move around in the room she was in. And then she said, oh yeah, and the ghost used to do this weird thing with me where I'd stand at the top of the stairs, close my eyes, and then when I woke up again I was at the bottom and I was like nah that's not ghost work no. that's you falling asleep at the top of the stairs and then, and then waking, waking up, up at yes. the bottom yeah. so here's, 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 here's a she question she had a brown so out we asked if you <laughs> wait 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 can <laughs> yeah. you just uh, let's uh, What's a... focus on the okay. brown out for a so second so have here. you heard of you obviously we've heard of I was blackout drunk I blacked out we've heard of a white out as there's well. something yeah, yeah white, a white out there's or a, a whitey bra- there's yeah. a brown out um, which is an unfortunate name, which has nothing to do. So you shit yourself, pooping yourself. It's nothing to do Shame. with it. Brownout is when you go. I don't remember. It's like me with this podcast. I never remember singing the songs. Uh. A brownout is when your brain is still working vaguely at the same rate, vaguely, <laughs> um, but you just you don't form memories of it. Oh. So it's a brownout. So, so she what, what, what out. Susan's uh, done there is. Uh, Given us the title for our spin-off. Brownout. <laughs> brown out. Brown out. Brown out. You got to get a lot of people thinking it's a British porn film. Yeah. Yeah. Give it me. Give it me. Have you got the latest episode of Brown out? Give, Give it me. me. Brown it. out. Brown out. Sluts. Um, volume one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Masood loves this. He is going to make it. Oh my god. Masood's like, I'm securing oh. funding. Um. Um. Uh, so no, I asked you whether you'd worked with Derek Akora, which yes. you had, and I'm so so glad you had. It's great. And then, yeah. uh, if you believed and you didn't, my next question is: uh, those weird things that you've yeah. seen, yes, 
that I'll you give can't you explain them. what three were things. They? Yeah. That oh happened. yeah. So uh, I, I used to make a joke about this, and it is true, even though I did make a joke about it. But I used to say ghost hunting's are like fishing. You spend a lot of hours doing nothing and then lying about what you caught. Yeah. So like, yeah. I used to say that uh, ghost hunting is a lot of that. I, I must have done about 200 ghost hunts in o- over the course of three years wow. and uh, not much happened in any of them however on three occasions it was very strange so the one was uh, I was in this fort in Southampton uh, in a dark room and it's got a very long story short I was all alone in a dark room couldn't see it was quiet as hell because it was like right underground mm. and then it felt like someone was holding my hand Oh, and okay. again I couldn't explain it. it just felt like someone had held, held my hand so when I brought my hand up to see what was going on I just saw this little white light go blip and disappear oh. Logan's okay. run maybe I've, that would make sense considering my age I don't have, <laughs> don't have much time in this society I love that bit in that film when Michael York goes but I'm only 26 it's like you look 43 yeah. yes. <laughs> you don't fool anyone mate by that logic you should be a teenager in American slasher film <laughs> you know because um, uh, uh, they uh, uh, in this in this dark room there was no yeah. one around just you mm. um they kind of like don't they talk about that in the in the enfield poltergeist where they um the ones browned out no they play on what people expect to see in, well um yeah you can expect that but one of the things i would say is that physical happenings aren't often a thing that happens mm. at all so to have that feeling of someone holding my hand with that explanation in another yeah. room by myself i can't explain again that's not me saying go oh, ghosts i'm just saying i i can't explain that physical yeah. manifestation and there have been no reports of anything similar that have happened to people in that location in fact uh, another thought was the way the second one happened and i've got a recording of this actually um we went to i think it's called Fort Widley in Portsmouth which is oh, a forts. horrible name yeah. Yeah. yeah Oh, this is just my fort period I was going through <laughs> <laughs> like, Picasso has his blue I had my fort it's not your <laughs> fort it's not my fort <laughs> um, but uh, we're, again we're underground and forts like stick out of the ground they're onto the coast but most of them yeah. are underground yes. so I was like three floors underground deep into the cliff face and then there's about four of us and we start hearing this boom like cannons going off right. this is one, one of the morning and I'm going uh, is someone setting fireworks off hello can you hear this yeah. can you hear the fireworks is anything going off outside no we can't hear anything oh, oh so anyway I recorded it when you play it back you can hear me talking and, people, and then in the background I hear boom boom huh. and then it turned out where we were at the little room was an armory where they had the arsenal for the uh, fort and that blew up uh. once and right. so that's where they had the cannons and things right, like that. Right, and that's where... But my favourite one happened in front of 700 people. So we're doing Psychic and Science, this tour I was doing with uh-huh. Derek Akora. And to give you an idea what the content of the show was like, it's called Psychic and Science, but the font was Psychic! Science. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it's like a tiny little thing. Um, and so brackets. Yeah. <laughs> and, like a footnote. Yeah, and oh. at one point in the show, we had a massive Ouija board that was on a table in the middle. We had a camera above it so the audience could see what was going on. Yeah. And look, Ouija boards are shit. I can contenders yeah, they're yeah, awful yeah. Work. it's like you're going to get more chance getting a ghost to come through a Scrabble board than a Ouija board well I it guess. was originally a game wasn't it it's yes. not, it was never a supernatural it was basically like a, a magic eight ball you'd ask yeah. it if you would find the love of your life and it would say oh it's going to be oh it's, right. it's Andrew and it, oh. you, like you couldn't play it alone because nothing no. would happen it needed it, to several of you it, the, the, again the short story version of this is up until about the 70s it was just seen as a harmless little toy for ghosts and you know uh, Hasbro own it so you can buy it in mm. Toys R Us blue and yeah, pink right. for girls and things amazing um, 
but what changed it was the Exorcist because course, in yes. the Exorcist it was used as the primary reason why which is allegedly. amazing like it's an amazing thing that that film had that effect changed yes. yeah. it was the best selling game imagine, of all yeah. time imagine yeah. if uh, the exorcist used Playmobil <laughs> <laughs> I would have I would have you know <laughs> Simon fucking, yeah, fucking yeah. Ludo or something yeah. oh, we're going to play Monopoly to, to chat to this uh, <laughs> right we're going to contact the ghost now it's Twister so you're going to have yeah. to get his <laughs> socks off I do like the idea of it being but Simon with them that's aliens the Enfield Poltergeist they did this uh, that one of the presenters of a radio show that went around with all of the equipment yeah. and stuff he said um, because it's a professional TV crew everyone's like we're, we have to be quiet because mm. we're filming mm. and then they heard the knocks of the poltergeist yeah. and this presenter is adamant he was like well it was nobody else because everyone was trying to get the shot and we had cameras trained on everybody in the house yeah. mm. uh, where did that was not mm-hmm. from. It doesn't mean that there was nobody outside of the house. No. No, <laughs> no but, going, but like, yeah, those fucking knobheads yeah, yeah, yeah. are filming and knock, knock. And, well, this is the strange thing. This story it can easily be described and, and explained away, but I liked it because there's so many witnesses. So we're doing psychic science. We're, we're in Inverness. It was Inverness. Mm-hmm. And it was this weird kind of theatre. It was half church and half new theatre. So it had right. been built uh, over a graveyard and an old church that had been yeah. locked down. And it, we had was seven... Jeff Nicholson there? No, <laughs> not this time. We had 700 people in the audience. It was a huge, big show. And we're doing the Ouija board. All right, went well, did it? I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember that when I'm playing to nine in Edinburgh, I'm a hundred seat venue. It's actually sad that my biggest audiences came from those shows. <laughs> Um, oh no! But, uh, it's, it's factually true as well. But um, yeah. we were doing the Ouija board, and during the story that was coming out from like we had people from the audience come on with the psychic and move it all around. And basically, again, to cut a very long story short, which has become my motif recently when I tell these <laughs> stories. Um, uh, there was a girl. She died before the church was built. She lived on the grounds, and now she like playing around. She's a and people in the theatre, as we found out after the show, yeah. the was reports of a little girl that would run around and you know knock the sheets and make little sounds and things like that. All so right. we're doing this Ouija board, and this is coming through. And then at one point, I'm just standing there off to the side of the stage looking disinterested because I kind of don't get involved in the Ouija board. It's my job to be the sceptic host and that partial. So I'm standing there and then I hear literally this girl's voice almost right in front of my face go, la, la, la. Wow, like proper movie. And I got the chills. Ghost girl, yeah. And I was about to ignore it because the sound in this big area bounces and, you know, you just don't know. And then I heard a woman on the front go, oh, did you hear that girl's voice? And another woman and another. So I I stopped the show and I went, all right, did anyone else hear a little girl's voice? And they went, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went, okay. Okay, so stop. At once, everyone point to where they think the sound came from, and 700 people pointed exactly towards me. Ooh, <gasps> and okay. now, here's the other bit, which is quite <laughs> fortuitous. Now, I had a little like audio recorder, and for 50 of the 52 shows we did, I had it on stage and forgot to record with it. Oh, oh no. Not this time. Wow. I recorded it, because it was our kind of end of tour finale. We did yeah. one more at uh, a castle uh, in Derby. Yeah. yeah. And, Thousand uh, seat, I sold it out. Yeah. <laughs> I play it back. I play it back. And you can hear the Ouija boy. You hear me talking. You hear the people on the stage. And then you hear this voice over the top going, la, la, la. So it did pick up. It picked it up. But you didn't Weird. hear it then. No, I heard it then. You did. But it was caught on the cassette, which is huh. very rare. Now, I'm not saying wow. that wasn't 
someone having a flat, well, you know what I mean? Or an yeah. owl in the fucking gantry for all I know. <laughs> yeah. But it was clear enough and close enough to the mic to pick it up without I, without yeah. me finding a source. That is well, crazy. I mean, like, let's say, let, I mean, uh, but again, not off, proof of anything. Off, but off the top of my head, I reckon it was off Eli. the top of my head, somebody in the front row went, did you hear that girl's voice? She could have thrown a voice that other people could have heard. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Know, the other part of so, it, yeah, is um, like everybody else kind of going, oh, I, you know, that's But it was the 700 other people that all pointed. Yeah, that is crazy. I mean, it's a great movie moment. A lot of the skeptic interpretations of the Enfield Portalgeist is a lot of them is that people are just people just went along with you get caught up in that and, yeah. and, 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 and that is true a lot of people get swept up by what they know and wanting to be part well, of it because here's yes. the thing you see even though I'm a massive sceptic when you told that story and mm. it was the girl's voice in front of your mm. face I went oh great yeah, yeah. Yes. I was like, oh brilliant oh, yeah. we love it and we're um, sceptics so if you want to believe you hear that and you go smoking gun Um, so, with uh, uh, the Enfield Poltergeist in mind, mm. and everything you've seen, and yeah. all the experience you've had working with uh, uh, the paranormal, yeah. um, do you have maybe any theories about what theory. happened specifically with the Enfield Poltergeist? Oh, you know what? It feels been. like there's a lot of these cases, and some of them are more important than others. The, the, the Enfield case was, was, was special because it did catch... A wave of interest at the time, and, and it, was, it was because the people that were documenting it. Yeah, and bearing in mind, I mean, so like to, to go back to the Amherst mystery, which we have covered. Yeah, uh, there was a guy who was an actor again, like Playfair. Yeah, he was in the theatre, and he um, wrote. He went to stay in the house, and then he wrote a book about it. You yeah, can still go and look at. And everyone, why are we letting actors write and, books? Uh, and everyone <laughs> just masood, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then it captured like it captured like a uh, uh, public imagination and. Um, uh, well, I mean, it, 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 like it really took off, but the the Amherst mystery is slightly different in that it was a hundred years before this, mm. and so like while the same thing could have happened, this then happened in the era of cameras mm. and video, uh, like tape recorders, yeah. and but ultimately radio that, that proved nothing because you look at how many yeah, exactly. most haunted knockoffs are on YouTube. How many people can oh, cheaply yeah, yeah. and easily copy yeah. the format with a camera and night vision? Yeah. Uh, how many times do they catch something? No, and it's always faked and it's always exaggerated. And it's they always, always hear something so and the, it's just off camera. So whereas this happens at a time, like I say, where people were a bit naive with technology. No and so rolling like, news, yeah, yeah, yeah. no internet. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and if they were naive with technology, they might believe some of the fakes. You see, I um, will say that's true, but that we haven't learned from it. So True. Yeah. You know, what I will say is this, right? So when we had ghost stories in the past, they were kind of folklores. We'd tell each other those stories mm. over campfires and scare each other. And we kind of carry a little bit of history over with a bit of kind of sociological yeah, stuff. Yeah, like you'd said at the top of the yeah. episode. Yeah. But what's changed now is that people think because we live in a world with technology and cameras and recorders, we can capture it and debunk it. It's like, no, you look at creepy Pasta stories that exist online of Absolutely. people who tell stories and Slender people Slender Man led to an, to an attempted murder, and that can believe that is like almost chaos magic theory yeah. in many respects. People believe the Russian sleep experiment, yeah. which if you read it in full, it's just a creepy pasta. It's rubbish. So these stories will carry on. We will never shift ghost stories out of our existence. We'll never debunk it completely because there's always going to be those people who go, "Yeah, but what if?" It's been so interesting. Thank you. It has, doesn't it? Most yeah, people yeah, don't it's, it's, know it. Yeah, yeah, also, also, it's, it is serendipitous. You know a lot more it's, it's about the actual than, case yeah. than a lot of... Yeah. It's great guests. knowing a lot about something so pointless and meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's Welcome served me to well. the story of my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think, Chris? What, what do I think? I think, to get back to the, the specifics of the Enfield Pottergeist, I don't think it's real, but I think... They wanted it to be real, yes, and tried to, for whatever reason, 
um, give the impression that it was. Yeah. Uh, and then it caught on, and then they had to keep it up. Yeah. And then because they had to keep it up, then it became very much a not a joke, but yeah. that's why she's trying to suppress laughs in the yeah. videos. Mm. It's kind of like I have to make this up now, yeah. and because, yeah. because she does have to make it up because they're talking to the ghost, and she has to improvise answers based on the questions. <laughs> yeah, and you're a kid for yeah. fuck's sake, yeah. so like you obviously yeah. you're going to be like, <clears throat> I'm a yeah. I'm yeah. a G H O S T exactly exactly yeah. exactly. exactly. So I, I I I yeah I don't think I think. I think. Listen, I, I mean, like, I, 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 I like that she knew the word hemorrhage. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I died of it. Yeah, but she would have been t- told that. Yeah, of course she would. The guy died as a, from a hemorrhage. Yeah, yeah. like an armchair on hemorrhage. Out that, that, I mean, like, yeah, listen, you've been doing that voice for the last couple of episodes. Weirdly, it's exactly Bob's voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Maybe um, I'm possessed. Yeah, Are you maybe. on your period? Yeah. <laughs> Never. Never. <laughs> um, uh, so what's uh, what's your theory, Suze? Uh Well, I have one, and I'd like to deliver it in the medium of song. <laughs> if you head down Green Street, there's something to Janet and Margaret He's made the air turn cold He came to Enfield And he started some shit The Daily Mirror thought They got to the bottom of it of idiots <laughs> just about works just about yeah, yeah we'll give you that uh, wrote it on the hoof people gather to see girls floating in the window and what's that up that was quite Kate Bush what's that up on the neighbor's roof it's a fucking pillow do you want a theory <laughs> just about theory. Let's keep it PG. Let's keep it PG. The family all went ghost nuts after drinking real strong whiskey. It was a drinking game gone wrong. Gannon, it's always a drinking game gone wrong. That's <laughs> one of the things. It was a drinking game gone wrong. They'd all drunk strong whiskey yeah. and they were like, it was, a, it was a G-H-O-S-T. Uh, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Genuine pleasure. Yeah, so much. You. What insight as yeah, well. Right? Absolutely. I mean, like, um, uh, We've uh, run long today because there's been so much good stuff. <laughs> that never happens. We never have good I stuff. I mean, like, we, all, all, all of our guests bring something, but they don't normally bring such knowledge it's sad, though, on the it? actual case. Which yeah. Is, yeah. I mean, that that was... It's not sad. It's great. And, yeah, but uh, we went down <laughs> routes that we wouldn't normally have. Absolutely. And, and, and I, th- I think... Um, Having somebody that's been on so many ghost hunts, yeah, is that was yeah. There's much I'm, more to me than that. I no, I know. Like <laughs> as well, right? and, and and how can we find out? 
Yeah, where can we yeah. find yeah. you? You can find me uh, at Paul Gannon Show on Twitter. I have a podcast called The Cheap Show, which is called, uh, which is an economy comedy podcast where me and my co-host Eli Silverman go for the charity shops, the bargain bins, the, the thrift stores, and Powerlands of Great Britain looking I did for an the episode. treasure amongst the trash. And sometimes we find really cool shit. And yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes we you don't. Give, you, I get an electronic Sonic game. Yeah, Tiger I games. used to work in a charity oh, shop. See, and yeah. we've get many stories from people who work it's, in charity shops. And you know how many involved shit. Unbelievable. <laughs> Quite odd. We won't tell you on the mic. Uh, I'll tell you All right. when, we, when we finish. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah. God, this story the at the Cheap Show pod, if you want to watch and listen to that, it's usually about 90 minutes of filth every week. Nice. Yeah. Hooray. And also, Gannon and I have done a series of videos with Mr. Biffo, former guest of the show. Oh, the yeah. Digitizer. They'll oh, yes. be coming out. Uh, they're all, they're they might all be coming out. out. Yeah, there are all... ones out already where we tested um, prison, prison hacks, you yeah. know, like prisoners oh, cool. buy food at the commissary and they'll like make But that's the only thing I do available. remember from the, all those films. <laughs> yeah. oh, we also looked at different Kickstarters. And oh, God, yeah, we did. Yeah. That. So that's all to see. Check yeah. out Digitizer, check out Cheap Show and check out Mystery on the Rocks at Mystery on the Rocks, R-O-X on Twitter and Instagram, Mystery on the Rocks, CKS on Facebook. Email us mystery on the rocks cks at gmail.com tell us that you want to see us live because we're going to be doing live shows some more live keep shows. an eye out on all of those channels because yes we'll um, yeah. tell you when we're doing live shows yes. it'd be pointless if we didn't yeah we just did them secretly yeah let's just do one see who shows up oh nobody <laughs> <laughs> but yes uh do 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 keep an eye on our uh, uh social feeds yeah, yeah. For all that, all that jazz. Uh, oh, and you have a book coming out oh, about shit. Ghostbusters. Yes, do that. So all my solo show stuff that I've been sprinkling around is going to get turned into a book called "Ain't Afraid No Ghost," where I talk about my life, Ghostbusters fandom, being a ghost hunter, my mental health, depression, exciting adventures, and what it's like being a Ghostbusters fan post 2016. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Uh, and I'm doing that through Unbound. So if you think you like the idea of the stories I've told being a book, then you can go to Unbound.com oh, forward slash books forward slash ghosts. Read it with your do eyes. It. I love, I love the idea <laughs> of Unbound. You could get me talking for hours about Unbound. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Well, that's all that's from it. us. That's Thanks it, for listening. Everyone. Oh, uh, like, subscribe to the show. Yeah, yeah. just Leave we all the told you, didn't we? The yeah, always the best on part iTunes. of the podcast, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Tell your friends. Bye. So Bye. 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 <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.